We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Top Dogs Podcast here on the Field of 68 Media Network. My name is Rob Doster, and we have to discuss the latest addition to UConn's roster and what I expect will be the final addition to UConn's roster heading into the 23-24 college basketball season. That is Rutgers transfer Cam Spencer, who averaged 13 points, 3.8 rebounds, 3.1 assists and two steals while shooting 43% from three on nearly five attempts per game for the Scarlet Knights last season. One of the best defensive teams in college basketball. He was actually their leading scorer a season ago, and it's an important piece. Um, He is a very, very good player. There are a lot of things that he does well. There are a lot of ways that he could fit into this UConn system, and uh, there are some question marks that I do have about Um, the way that UConn is going to utilize his ability and the role that he's going to play. We'll get into all of that. It's going to be a relatively quick episode today, but when you can add a player that was at an all-conference kind of a level playing in the Big Ten for a team that, look, I know they didn't make the NCAA tournament. They were an NCAA tournament-capable team last year if they had found a way to stay healthy. Uh, This is a terrific, terrific, uh, terrific, terrific addition for UConn basketball. So um, let's first start with just kind of what, uh, what Cam Spencer does well and what kind of a player he is. And it doesn't really take much to figure out that the guy's a very, very, very good shooter, right? Uh, for his career, he's averaging 41% um, from beyond the arc on uh, 4.8 attempts per game. There's only been one year in his career when he did not shoot better than 43% from three. And that was his junior season at Loyola when he averaged 19 points a game. And he was their uh, their go-to offensive weapon. And, and he was taking... Uh, let's just say much different kind of shots than he is going to take uh, this year for UConn and that he took last year for Rutgers. He's also a player that averaged more than three assists per game in every season that he has played in the college basketball ranks. Um, He is a guy that I think will uh, fit pretty well into um, the actions I don't want to say the role that Jordan Hawkins played, but I think that he could fit into the actions that UConn likes to run offensively uh, into that Jordan Hawkins spot in on the floor. And um, I, I guess let's start with this. The way that he's going to fit in is I do expect him to probably be the fourth or fifth option for the Huskies offensively. I think that um, when it comes down to it, if I had to guess, Caravan 
and Tristan Newton are probably going to end up being the leading scorers for this team, uh, especially early on in the season. I think that Stefan Castle, once you kind of get into February and into March, is going to end up being uh, something similar to the Andre Jackson role where he can kind of be a little bit more aggressive. You're going to see ways that you can scheme him getting downhill, turning the corner, allowing him to take advantage of his athleticism and his playmaking ability. Um, and I do think that Donovan Klingon is going to be kind of a linchpin. He's not a go-to guy. You're not going to run offense through him. You're not going to throw the ball into him in the post the same way that UConn did with Adama Sinogo last year. But I think you're going to see a lot of actions that are uh, Stephen Castle coming off of a ball screen with Klingon looking for a lob. Uh, Cam Spencer coming off of a, a pin down or a curl um, with Donovan Klingon looking for a chance to get Klingon a lob, using him as a floor spacer vertically as opposed to a floor spacer when it comes to somebody that can shoot the ball with Klingon. Spencer, uh, the way that I see him fitting in is running off of those screens, being the guy that manipulates a defense with the threat of his jump shot, being a guy that runs off of a lot of those uh, those double screens, that comes off of a lot of those staggers um, that can be used in a lot of the dribble handoffs and a lot of the different screening actions uh, that we saw Jordan Hawkins get utilized in last year. He ain't Jordan Hawkins. Nobody's Jordan Hawkins. Jordan Hawkins is um, probably the best catch and shoot, sprint into a jump shot guy that we've seen in college basketball in the last decade. Um, Cam Spencer is not that, but he is very, very good. He's uh, he's about as good as you normally see in college basketball when guys aren't at an absolutely elite level. Um, he is not the most athletic guy in the world. Uh, it, it's a big difference. Um when you see the way that he shoots versus the way that Jordan Hawkins tends to shoot, like there really is no lift uh, on Cam Spencer's jump shot. Uh, Geo Baker is a guy that used to play for Rutgers um, and is still around the program. There's a lot of their NIL stuff. Uh, he was on our network last year, and and we used to joke all the time when Cam Spencer was making these big shots and hitting these game winners that um, <laughs> that Cam Spencer didn't know how to dunk a basketball and that he couldn't dunk a basketball. I don't think that's necessarily true. He's 6'4", um, and he is a... He's not an explosive athlete, but he is a good athlete, and uh, I, I do think that he'll be able to dunk. But um, he's not—he's not a guy that's going to elevate on a lot of shots, and I think that's really what's going to set him apart in terms of the way that he gets utilized offensively versus Jordan Hawkins. In that um, he needs a little bit more space and a little bit more time, and it's—he can't—he's not going to be able to get off as many contested jumpers as, as Hawkins get, just because you know he's a little bit smaller. He doesn't have as much elevation on the shot. Um, and that's that I think that's going to be one of the places that you see uh, a difference kind of um, kind of form. But he's also different in the sense that he's he's a more well-rounded offensive weapon. Uh, they used him in ball screens quite a bit last year. Like a lot of times when you think of these guys that are just shooters, you don't think of them as players that can be ball handlers. You don't think of them as guys that can bring the basketball up, that can get put into ball screens and, and make plays out of the ball screens. And, and Cam can do all that. Um, I don't think that you want him running 17 different ball screens every game, but he's a guy that if you put him in that action, he's going to be able to, um, to, to, to dribble, dribble around the screen. He's going to be able to get into the screen. He's going to be able to get into the offense and he's going to, for the most part, make the correct read. He's going to know if, so, uh, if a guy is collapsing, which side of the floor it's coming from, where the tagger is, whether or not the roll man is going to be open. I, I mean, look, he's averaged more than three assists in four different seasons as a college basketball player he is not just a spot-up shooter and i think that that is something that's really important to note because i think that that will uh 
make it a little bit more difficult to to guard him. I mean, look, at the end of the day, he averaged 13 points a game, uh, the le- leading scorer for a, um, a, a team that uh, was a, a – look, they didn't make the tournament, but again – that was a really good team and a tournament caliber team in college basketball last year. And I think the most important part is he's not going to be asked to really do all that much um, offensively for UConn next season. Uh, the defensive end of the floor um, is something that I do think we need to talk about here in a bit. But you know what, before we do, last note that I want to say is that um, Spencer shot about 35% when he was running off of screens last season. I do think that the single most important thing that, that that he's going to be able to provide is a guy that you cannot leave, right? If you were, think about the way that you would be able to guard UConn when you didn't have to leave um, Andre Jackson, or if you didn't have to leave Andre Jackson last season, right? When you were able to, to have lineups out there and offenses out there where you could get, we talked about this all the time. You had to engage his defender and find a way to get him involved in the action, right? It just creates that much more space. Um, and I do think that when you have Donovan Klingon on the floor with Stefan Castle and with someone like maybe a solo ball, maybe in the San Diara before Spencer committed, that is something where when there are really only two guys, you got to chase around the perimeter that, that limits space, right? And, Having Spencer out there where there's one guy that you absolutely just cannot leave in Spencer, another guy in Caravan that you really do not want to leave, and another guy in Tristan Newton that has proven himself to be a good enough shooter that you got to chase him off the three-point line, that changes a lot of things, especially because when you have Klingon out there, the lob threat is another form of spacing. So it, it just, I think it really opens up what, UConn can run offensively, the creativity that they can have, the different actions that they can have. Um, and it makes it that much more difficult to be able to find ways to stop them. And I think the most important part is that they're going to bring him in and he is not a total zero on the defensive end of the floor. Like he is a guy that was an all conference lacrosse player in high school. His brother, Pat Spencer was an all American, like a three-time all American lacrosse player at Loyola, Maryland. Um, and then transferred to Northwestern and averaged 10 points and four assists after not playing basketball in college for four years uh, at Northwestern. Um, Spencer is not like, he's not an explosive guy. He's not a highlight reel guy. He is a tough kid. He's a physical kid. He's a strong kid. He's got really good anticipation skills. Like you're going to see a lot of, um, he had a bunch of steals last year that was just kind of picking off a pass and transition, reading somebody's eyes, jumping a, jumping a screen. He's going to fight through screens. Um, and the most important thing is that he really wants it defensively, right? Like I think half the battle on the defensive end of the floor is putting in the effort. I think someone that will absolutely put in the effort. He's tough. He's physical. You know, lacrosse players are wired uh, kind of similarly to, to football players where they, they kind of like the contact and like the physicality and don't really feel pain. Like there's, they're, they're, uh, they're a different bunch of dudes, but um, I do think that he is a guy that is is look Rutgers has been um, one of the best defensive programs in the country and they were very very good on that end of the floor last season and look a lot of it had to do with the fact that guys like Caleb McConnell Paul McCahey, um, those guys are really good defenders you know rim protection with Cliff Morier. Uh, but Pat uh, I'm sorry Cam Spencer was certainly a part of what made them effective on that end of the floor and at a bare minimum I do think that he is a guy that fits into 
the idea that you can move him and, and put him in UConn's defensive system and he will make it work. It, it's it's not all that dissimilar from what we saw with Naheem Aline last year, right? Like Naheem Aline is not the kind of defender that is going to do things that blow off the, that, that jump off the screen. He's not Andre Jackson. He's not going to get these steals. He's not Jordan Hawkins making these chase down blocks, right? But he is a guy that's going to be in the right position. That's going to make the right reads. That's going to move his feet. That's going to keep his defender in front. That's going to get to the charge spot. That's going to do all the little things that you kind of need to be able to do um, to have a functioning team defense, right? And when you have someone like, Donovan Klingon around the basket, protecting the rim. Someone like, hopefully if it develops, Samson Johnson around the basket, protecting the rim. You just need guys that are going to be in the right position, that are going to make the right switches, that are going to be able to get out on shooters, that are going to force people to drive, and that understand the, the, the best thing that can happen is if you force somebody to drive baseline, you can test the drive, and you know you got that help uh, eraser coming at the basket. So um, I think that 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 Cam is uh, is more than capable of being a plus defender um, at the Big East level because he was a plus defender at the Big Ten level last season, and he's been a plus defender uh, more or less every year that he's played college basketball. So um, I'm not super concerned about it there. Uh, and I do think that when you combine all of those things, right, the shooting, our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is, AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one, and man, that could not be more true it's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of february and the month of march when you are in my business and ag1 was exactly the supplement that i needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional basis for the day i've continued that into april i've continued that into may and i'm going to continue that the rest of the summer all i have to do is mix a scoop of ag1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and i'm ready to go do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The defense. The ability to be something of a secondary um, creator. The fact that he is a veteran. And brings a leadership presence. Like all of that stuff matters. You know, I think one of the one of the more under-discussed aspects of this UConn team next season is just how young they are, right? Donovan Klingon is a sophomore. Alex Caraban, I know he's an old sophomore, still a sophomore. Um, more or less, UConn's entire bench is going to be freshmen and guys that played very limited roles for the Huskies last season. Hassan Diara is going to be a fourth-year college guy, not exactly the most experienced basketball player in terms of the minutes that he's had. Samson Johnson, his third year in the program, not exactly the most experienced dude in the world, right? So having a veteran that has been through some battles and been through some different things, and you know he went through hip surgery while he was dealing with the uh, – the 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 COVID season that that we dealt with in college basketball in 2020 21. Um a guy that averaged 19 points a game one year in the Patriot League, a guy that has proven himself as a big shot taker, a big shot maker, a clutch basketball player, someone that is not uh intimidated by the moment. You know, he had a bunch of game winners for for Rutgers last season. So um I, I think that he is the absolute perfect piece and as one uh what, let's just call it a source, source close to the program uh, told me is that he's going to be very, very, very good playing basketball for UConn. He's going to be really effective. I don't think he's going to be a big, an all Big East kind of a guy. And like I said, I do think that the best situation is if like he's the fourth option offensively, but that doesn't mean he's not going to have 20-point games. That doesn't mean there aren't going to be nights when he knocks down three, four, five threes. That doesn't mean he's not going to be an absolutely integral part of this team. And I think when you look at it, uh, you look at it on the whole, he filled a void that UConn had on both ends of the floor and uh, when it comes to like presence in the locker room. I, he's he's everything that this Husky team needed. And I'll tell you this much, the, the second that I, I realized that he was actually in the portal, I was like, UConn's got to get this dude. Like, that is the perfect feet piece. That is the perfect fit. And one thing, like, we can we can talk about, I've, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Like, we talk a lot about um, this staff and what they do as recruiters and the recruiting class they got coming in and the way that they identify pieces. There's been a lot of really good player development. I think what this staff does exceptionally well is identify the guys that will fit with what they want to do and that they can utilize in proper roles, right? Um, I think they've done very well with that in the transfer market, you know, getting a guy like a Joey Calcaterra, getting a guy like a Nahima Lean to do a job, getting a guy like a Tristan Newton to come in and play the role that he played last year, right? They're great at, at figuring out once they guy, once these guys get in the program, but it's just identifying the right talent and going out and getting those guys. Like that is something... They're not just recruiting to rankings. They're not just recruiting transfers based on who scored the most points or who has the most hype or who Jeff Gooden is out here getting the most excited about when the guy enters the um, enters the transfer portal. They know the role that they need. They know the piece that they need, and they go out and they get that guy. They didn't get it with Timberlake, um, but I'll be honest, man. Like I, I think that 
Cam Spencer is a better fit for what UConn needs this season than Nick Timberlake would have been. And he's going to be terrific with Kansas. I'm not trying to denigrate him at all. Um, I'm not trying to say that he won't be a good player. He would have been really good for UConn. But I think that um, missing out on Timberlake ended up, I don't want to say be it ended up being a blessing in disguise because that's probably not the, not the right way to phrase it. But uh, I think if you gave me the decision between Nick Timberlake and Cam Spencer to play that role, I probably would lean Cam Spencer to play that role, if for nothing else, because he's already proven it at the high major level, and we haven't quite seen that with Nick Timberlake. Um, either way, uh, I think that this does raise the floor for what UConn can be or what UConn will be next season. It makes me much more confident that a worst case scenario is not going to happen. And we talked, I talked about it a little bit on here. We talked about it on field of 68 after dark last week with, uh, with Fanta Tio and, and, and Goodman. But um, I'm very much of the mindset that even without Spencer, UConn was like a um, worst case scenario, like a top 20, top 25 team, a team that's going to end up being a top five seed in the tournament. And I think that with Cam Spencer, um, I feel much more comfortable going all in on the idea that they are going to enter March as like a top three seed. Uh, does that mean that they are going to win the big East? I mean, kind of tough to say because you're, you're betting on um, a huge season from Klingon. You're banking on the idea that there's going to be some depth depth behind Klingon in the front court so that he doesn't have to play 35 minutes a game. Um, one of the, un- like the most underrated aspect of last year for UConn was the fact that, uh, Klingon could come in, didn't have to worry about getting fatigued, didn't have to worry about getting tired, didn't have to worry about getting in foul trouble. He could just play balls to the wall for 13 minutes a game because he knew that Adama Sanogo was going to take care of that other 25 to 28 minutes. So he just came in and he just busted his ass for 15 minutes and he was incredibly efficient. Well, now if you pick up two fouls in the first three minutes that you're on the floor, that could be a problem. Now, um, if you have 22 minutes of balls to the wall uh, in you and you need to play 28 minutes a game, that becomes a bit of a problem. So um, I do think that that's going to be something that's interesting to see with Klingon. And, and, and to me, now the key for UConn season is like, okay, what is that backup big guy spot going to be? Okay, how how much do we trust the pieces that are on this bench? Um, I think that's what determines their ceiling at this point because right now their floor to me is as a top 12 team in college basketball. Um, But the top of the Big East is absolutely fucking stacked this year. Marquette's going to be awesome. I know they lost Omax. Just wait until you see how good Chase Ross is. Just wait until you see what David Joplin can be if they put him in a bigger role. Tyler Kolek, love him. Uh, Oso Iguodaro, love him. Um, Cam Jones, love him. Like That that Marquette team is going to be very, very, very good. Uh, And they are very much, they very much got to the point that, that, that these Shaka programs get to where um, it's it's always going to be next man up. It's that continuity factor. Like they're going to be really, really damn good. Same thing with Creighton. Like I, I do, I do expect Trey Alexander to fully make the leap next year as he plays more point guard. The Stephen Ashworth kid they got from Utah State is really good. Baylor Shireman, you know, a lot of times you see uh, the second year these high major or these mid major transfers. Um, that transfer up the second year that they're in the program is when they really make the leap uh, case in point Tyson Walker at Michigan state. Um, you know, uh, so I think that he's going to be really good. Villanova is uh, I think they're, they're the real X factor on paper. 
Um, I love their top seven. Uh, in practice, I think a lot of it depends on Mark Armstrong, what he's going to become. Um, and frankly, just like trusting Kyle Neptune. Uh, I'm not ready to fully go in on that. I, I, I think Kyle's going to be good. Um, but we don't know if he's Jay Wright yet. So uh, it, it's hard to fully buy in, but Villanova is going to be really good. Um, if you bet against any Rick Patino coach team, you're you're an absolute moron. Uh, Providence, I know UConn fans don't want to hear it, but um, I do think that Kim is a, a terrific coach and a terrific motivator that is going to have a chance to really prove himself with a team that has two guys that could be in that conversation for first team all Big East. Um, and that also has a couple of players, specifically Jaden Pierre, that I think are uh, in line to take a big step forward this year. So Providence is going to be really good. I'm sure there's somebody that I'm forgetting and, and we're going to have fans get mad at me for it. But um, for my money, the top six to seven in the Big East is as good as the top six to seven in any league in college basketball this season. So it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be an unbelievable year. I cannot wait to see how this is going to play out. I'm so excited for UConn Hoops to start again. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that UConn just picked up uh, as outside of Hunter Dickinson, I think as good of a fit as you can find for a player out of the portal into a program. And here's the best thing about it. And 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 I'll 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 make this point one last time. Um, and then we can end this pot. When you are when you are trying to find pieces in the portal, it is exceptionally rare and frankly unprecedented to see a, a, somebody as good as a Hunter Dickinson pop up in the portal. You are not trying to get all Americans out of the transfer portal if you're doing it the right way. You're not trying to get your superstar out of the transfer portal if you're doing it the right way. What you're trying to do is find guys that can be superstars in their role that can excel at the job you are asking them to do, that can be like a third option at best to go with some of the guys that you already have on your roster. And then maybe in a year or two, they can develop into that superstar, right? They can develop into that go-to guy, that all-conference player. That is precisely what Cam Spencer is. I think he's only going to have one last year at UConn, uh, but I do think he's a guy that's going to step in and be 11, 12 points per game. He's going to shoot 40-something percent from three. That's going to be a good defender. I don't know how many, like what his, uh, what his steal and block numbers are going to end up being, but I think he's going to uh, be a plus defender on that side of the floor. I think you're going to see him get a bunch of assists. I don't think you're going to see him make many turnovers. And I think that you, UConn got better on Tuesday. UConn's basketball team got better on Tuesday night, and I'm excited for it. Let's see what happens this season. Go Huskies. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. 
Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 